Hello, hello, and welcome to Finding the L in Love. We don't know where L is. That's why we're asking. We don't know where love is. But I have two people on the podcast that might know where love is, so we're going to talk to them today because it's finding. Don't shake your head at me. I will call your husband into here. Um, we are talking about the L in relationships. So with me here, I have Sam, which some of you might know from Sam's Choice. How you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Good, good. Just living my best life with my pizza rolls, you know. Mm-hmm. I just learned a very interesting way to eat pizza rolls thanks to you. Do you mind telling the listeners your process? Well, you rip it open like a ketchup packet. And then you kind of open it up a little bit. So, like, the inside, all it kind of cools down a little bit. But just a little bit. You don't want to, like, take away all the heat. But, like, just a little bit. So then when you throw it in your mouth... You're not just, like, burning up your mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like you would be really popular with Gen Zs on TikTok if you just did, like, a how-to video. Are you willing to do that? I mean, how much money you got? I ain't got no money. I wouldn't benefit from it. Maybe you'd get some follows. I do need follows. You do need follows. Feel free to shout out your TikTok username at any time in this podcast. I am also joined by one of our regulars, Jimmy Bonebone. How's it going? Thanks for letting me interrupt. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you are fine. It's fine. It actually works out really well. Sam is fanning himself. Um, I'm not going to. Okay, there we go. Jimmy might be shirtless. This all just happened very rapidly. Um, I bought a pair of Crocs today, and I have them on my feet right now. It's just all just a weird time. Wheat. Yeah, so um, that being said, both Jimmy and Sam are married, and so I thought an interesting episode would be kind of to chat about marriage and all the fun stuff that that brings that I do not know about, and that's okay. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. So <laughs> I'm getting sideways. So um, I know that Sam and I also recorded months ago, and then hey, we'll just call it the lost finding the L in love files because it got deleted. Um, but I wanted to start with this question. So Sam, why don't you walk through how you met your husband for our listeners? That's a very interesting question. Yeah, thanks. So, um, so it's really random. I don't remember adding him on Facebook, but supposedly I did. And back in the day, there was like a not now section. So you could click not now or accept the friend request. Well, he was currently dating somebody, so he clicked not now. Maybe weeks, month later, I don't know, because I don't even remember adding him. He saw me in his not now section. He was like, oh, this boy's kind of cute. And I was like, duh. And then he um, he messaged me, and he was just very blunt, very straightforward. Like, are you gay? Are you in a relationship? What are you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, that's nice. And then um, he asked me out on a date. So he went to... He was currently in Florida on vacation. He's like, hey, when I get back, can we go on a date? And I was like, uh, duh. And so we went to TGI Fridays. What'd you order? What'd you order? Girl, I don't remember what I ordered. Probably the whole menu, though, because you know I love me some food. You are going against all of the things that I've been told about marriage. Like, you remember the first date at the first time at the first place and what you ordered. What's up with that? I don't remember what I ordered. I just remember where it was at because okay. he sent a message and said, let's go to TGI Fridays. 
So we you do. Probably, you probably got the uh, the Jack Daniels chicken chunks. You're probably not lying. Yeah, Jack Daniels, if you're so listening, hard. yeah, I've dated some questionable guys who really like Jack Daniels, but we still wouldn't mind a sponsorship. So that being said, um, anything else you'd like to add to your story? I, You guys have been together since what year? 2013? Ooh. Now you're testing me. <laughs> See? Well, I we got know. married in 2015. I think it was 2014. Mm-hmm. It was either 2013 know? or 14. How do you not know? I remember our anniversary, like when we got married, but I don't remember the exact day and year when we started. When was the year we started? What year did we meet? 2013? What year did we meet? 2013? 2014? Um, 2014. 2014. You were close. Okay, and stay tuned for later in the podcast. We're similar to like, you know, wedding showers. Sam and I go toe to toe to see who knows more about their relationship. Um, I also. <laughs> Jimmy with me. Jimmy, tell me a little bit about how you met your wife. So we were actually in the same friends group in high school. And funny story, we actually went to every homecoming together. From like freshman to senior year. And then, um, you know, I was just a high school dude. You know, being a high school kid and being stupid. So like... I would pretty much go with her to the homecoming, but then I would, like, never end up, like, hanging out with her the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, but typical high schooler st- or typical male? Mm-hmm. Not sure. Typical, typical male high schooler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but then um, we started dating a month before we graduated. Um, and actually, so we've been married for five years. We'll be, it'll be five years in September. Um, but this past Thursday, it was our twelfth, twelve-year anniversary of actually like being together. That is amazing. You get a gold star not only for that, but for remembering. That's mm-hmm. really really good. Well, it does help too that um, <laughs> that our uh, ADT uh, security password is <laughs> sounds a little gay to me. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, when you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. I love that Hillary Duff infomercial. Okay, Hillary Duff. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention, and this can be cut, note to Hufflepuff. Do, would you like to speak on this episode? It's, I, up, yeah, it's up to you. If you, you, you want to inter- you <laughs> interject, you're more than welcome. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. It's up to you. I, I'm just here right. as a conduit for your feelings right. and thoughts. Okay, yeah. Feel free to interject. We know that we we love that sense of humor. So. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So I kind of wanted to start with Sam, and then Jimmy. Feel free to interject because I mean I think you guys have a little bit of different situations where some would say that Sam, you did not meet Jesse organically. You had the help of a social media app, and the apps have turned into dating apps. And um, back then, I feel like it was just like plenty of fish and like, I don't even know, the one with the creepy older man. An everlasting love. What, Match, eHarmony? Which one is that? Yep. Yeah, I don't feel like... eHarmony. Okay, thank you, Jimmy. I knew I could sing part of a jingle and you'd know immediately. Yeah, Yeah, so um, that being said, did you ever have any nerves before you met Jesse because... It was via a social media platform, and you never knew him in real life until 
You met up at no. Fridays. No, I didn't really feel weird about it because, I mean, well, yes, anybody can really make a, you know, social media profile. I just feel like that takes a lot of work. And I, I'd just be, I would be real shocked if some other random person came to my date. And so I didn't, I didn't even have that thought in my head because we talked for a little while. Um, I don't know. I just went with it. Do you know how many seasons of Catfish there are on MTV? Because there's a lot of people I that do. don't do effort. But I think, like, if you're watching that and looking for that and you're putting that into the atmosphere, that it can happen to you. But if you're just really going with the flow and you trust your instincts, I think that's really important. Is that an attack or is that an attack? I mean, okay. I didn't, I wasn't attacking anyone, but if you're taking that to heart, maybe you need to look inward, Miss L. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm projecting. I, I feel like, I feel like, too, like, that was just, it was just a little bit of, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of believe in a little bit, like, a little bit of destiny. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe that was just destined to happen. For sure. So... Yeah, that leads to my next question. Did you just feel like, was that the most at ease that you have felt even though it was not someone that you met in person or did it feel any different? Um, I think it just, for me, it felt more exciting. Like it was just more exciting to meet someone that I had never, um, that I had never met before and we're just talking and texting and that was it. We hadn't, we didn't even like talk on the phone or anything. It was just like texting and then date. So it was just a little... Um, it made it a little bit more exciting, but I wasn't, I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. I feel like that's a risk now, not maybe a risk, but maybe something that doesn't happen as often, especially since the coronavirus. you know, I feel like I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, well, we've been on FaceTime dates and we've done this and that, or even, um, some of the apps have now had a new feature where you can video call through the app. So you're not exchanging phone numbers. And some people recommend that that is the safer route to go. But that's so cool that you guys never talked on the phone and just things clicked. Um, I also do, to some extent, believe in destiny. I'm just a very scorned woman. So Why, why is it to some extent? I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, so I'm almost 30. Okay. Um, there have been... Some things that I've seen, and maybe it just goes back to, I don't know what goes on in all of the people I know's relationships, but it's hard to believe, you know, that some people are destined to be together that I see around me. And maybe that's a really judgmental thought. Hopefully this is a judgment-free zone besides the fact that I said I ordered Crocs today. Okay. But no judgment, no judgment. Thank you. So yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think that everyone necessarily will have destiny intervene but for some people it's more of an ease of the relationship or it's convenient at that time and then it just becomes this thing that that lasts do you think that some people are so fixated on one thing that they're looking for that they miss their opportunity with destiny right so destiny tries to intervene in their life but they're so fixated on i need a guy who's six four who's bald who makes $150,000, who has a big penis, who loves dogs, and gets along with his mom, when in real life, uh, A, that guy probably doesn't exist, and if he does, it's highly likely that he's gay. Um, and the guy that you're destined for 
you don't see <laughs> the guy that you're destined for you don't see because you're you spent this whole time looking for this fictional person wow gel pens that are next to my desk and i kind of just want to drop them one by one <laughs> i'll let someone else interject though i feel like i agree with a lot of what you've said and sometimes we just get so caught up in the oh my gosh i'm almost 30 why haven't i found someone where it's like okay this is convenience at this point i i also feel like in some instance like women are like looking so hard that they that they need to just be or anyone women or men they just need to like just just let it happen. If it happens, it's going to happen. Just, you know, just don't don't push like, ooh, I, ooh, I'm a, I like that dude. He looks good. I'm going to just go after him like 100% hard. Like, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Right. And my mom always used to say, kind of going off that, um, my mom always used to say that sometimes you have to keep some of your cards close to your chest. And that was something that was really hard for me because I'm a very emotional person. So I go in full force and I go in full emotion. And that's something that's always stuck with me is trying to keep, you have to keep a little bit of yourself, you know, from getting hurt. But at the same time, you have to be open enough to let it happen too, right? So you can't be completely closed off, but you do have to keep some of yourself back. That's how I look at it. I love that. And I know that you've you've given me that advice before in different parts of, of my dating life. And I, I do appreciate it. And I think that you and I, this whole group, in, in some respect, um, we are like a go all in with feelings person. And so it can be very hard to find that line between practicality and actually getting, you know, what you deserve or different things of that nature. So mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, yeah. And also kind of going off of the um, people looking for specifics, I think pe I think Hufflepuff is correct in, in saying that, in that it's people look for, for their Prince Charming, let's say, and Prince Charming doesn't have to look exactly what they're looking for in their head. And I think people, people think that, oh... Um, he has to be bald, he has to be tall, all that stuff. That is all like superficial and not important. What's important are your values, your morals. Is is that person following you and is that person going to build you up? Those are the things that you should be looking in, looking for in someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Not do they have a big penis and are they 6'4 and you know, do they have muscles? Like, those are all things that can change and will change as you get older. So I think it's always important to know, like, these are the important things. It's not all about looks. It's not all about, you know, looking for that Prince Char... what you think Prince Charming is. It should be a person that when you leave, you feel good because they make you feel good. You should never... The person that you're... you're, you're looking to be with should never be a person that you feel bad about yourself when you're away from them or when you're leaving them uh and you, it should be a person that makes you a better version of you right so if you become a nasty hateful person when you're around them then that's definitely not the person for you <laughs> you know and for sure. uh, yeah and i think sometimes people get so caught up in he has to have this he has to have that he has to have this or she you know she has to have this um that, that they miss out on that so yeah, I would agree. And I think as you grow, especially in the current state of things, like 
I definitely had more superficial views when I was younger and now it's just kind of like, okay, like I've never been someone with like the Pinterest board of my wedding and like these ideas and whatever, but I'm also someone who, okay, well, they have to be between this age and this age and I think that they should look like this and and now I'm just realizing that, like you said, it's not practical and, you know, if destiny is to intervene, then you got to kind of just let it roll. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say, too, like, there has to be at least some sort of, I I get, like, when you break it down, it shouldn't be all about that. But you definitely have to have that physical. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. You know, like, you have to be sexually somewhat attracted to that person, especially if you're going to, if you're looking to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you have to be emotionally, sexually and just all attracted to them. Yep. And I mean, obviously, everybody has their their pros and cons and stuff like that, and, the, and their their demons. Um, like a great example, like I, like me and my wife, like she has super, like super bad anxiety. I don't have that at all, and it's really, really hard for me to relate to that. So I would say that's probably been one of the most difficult things that I've had to try to to help her with and, and to kind of be that support person because like I don't and if I do get anxious like I couldn't tell you when I do or what I do when I'm anxious but like it's hard for me to just be like hey everything's gonna be okay because that's like the worst thing you could fucking say to somebody that's <laughs> anxiety like it's gonna be alright um but yeah it's just it's crazy do you think that that's makes you a perfect person for her because you don't experience it and show you when she does experience it, you you're show you're essentially the two of you are showing each other the other side of the coin. Right. So it's like, yeah. you, you're, you're saying, okay, let's look at this situation this way. This is what I see. And she's saying, well, this is what I see. And so you guys kind of grow off of that. Yeah. It's a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like you said, you can't, you can't have someone that you look at them and they make your stomach hurt. Like that's not gonna, cause like you do have to like look at the person for the rest of your life or however yeah. long you're together and you don't want to be like embarrassed. So, um, so I, I understand that part too. I understand that part too. For sure. I love that you provided that and we're very vulnerable. So thank you, Jimmy. And I also like that example because you just said like, we're opposites in that way, but I also think when you've been with someone for years and years, you can truly grow where you're so comfortable with knowing the ins and out of that, even as someone who hasn't necessarily experienced a certain issue or subject in that way. So, yeah, I think that that's... Yeah, I think it offsets our relationship really, really well. Yeah, even each other out. And I, I also believe in that type of stuff. I don't know how Sam or Hufflepuff feels, but... I do think it's a give and take. Some people say that you just kind of mesh together with the person that you're with. Um, and I just think very much it's it's about two people. For me, what I would ultimately want in a relationship to begin with is just being able to honor each other's separate commitments and interests um, without dissolving too much into each other. And maybe that's selfish. Maybe that's a long time single philosophy. I don't really know. Here's a question. Um, so... In your observation of like the couples that you know, how many have very similar personalities 
where they're both they both have the same similar personalities and how many have very different personalities because I would almost say I would almost like from from off the cuff right now like I would almost say that's kind of why I feel like me Bethany and Sam and his significant other like get along so well because Sam's significant other is almost kind of like Bethany in a way and me and Sam are the same mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. I think that's that's why that that friendship kind of works out <clears throat> because like you know Bethany can run to to hit to Jesse and then I can run to Sam and we're fine yeah 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 do you think L that um like you just said you you want to maintain your a certain part of yourself you want to make you have routines that you like you have things that you don't want to change about yourself if you had someone if you met someone that had the exact same routines as you would that be weird would that (laughs) or would that yeah i i feel like in a way and when i think of my friends that i know that are in long-term relationships a lot of them are pretty opposite But then there's also like the statistic and I see it in my own profession that a lot of people in my profession end up dating people in that same profession. Mm. And so then those people have a lot of common interests. So like whether it's nursing or teaching or I don't know if engineering has that (laughs) as commonly. Um, But yeah, I feel like I've known a lot of people to share a lot of different activities together because they're in the same profession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm not close enough to them to really know what it's like, but I don't know how people work with their spouses. I don't know. Imagine that's just me. Imagine I, I would I would probably draw a line <laughs> at working with my significant other. Like I just feel like it would cause <clears throat> it would probably cause like a problem that you didn't want. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then on top of that, working with them, so you're seeing them at work, and then all of their work stress, they're bringing home to you. So it's like you're at you're dealing with work at work, and then you're dealing with someone else's work stress at home, and it's your work stress because it's your job. It just it just seems it seems rough. And then the the other side of it is uh, all of us have occupations where we have to do professional development. So you go to some conference, right? And then your partner's at the conference. That's lame, <laughs> right? And it's just it's not fun. So yeah, I I understand. I understand. That was awfully specific for not being with someone in your profession. I'm just saying. I just imagine if my partner was in my profession, how that would go. I don't think I would enjoy that at all whatsoever. It's Um, awful. Yeah. yeah. I was with someone that we um, worked together, went to school together, lived together, and it was just, it was a disaster. I feel like the, the... time that you have away from that person only makes you want to see them more where if you are literally seeing them every day where you're going to to work going to school with them like you're literally with them 24 7 like there's a party that's like god damn i need like (laughs) Like, i need a minute to just and then then like there's that time where you're like oh i can't wait i get to go home and see her yeah do you guys yeah. think that, um, speaking to that, because my partner and I, uh, I don't want to say we're notorious, but we have very different interests and we occupy different 
we do different things sometimes. He'll go do something. I don't care if he goes and does it by himself. Uh, sometimes you need time apart. Sometimes you need to have different experiences so you can come back together and share that. How do you guys feel about that? I encourage it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. want to go do something and I don't want to do it, but you have people to go with and do it, you go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Do you. Do you. Boo-boo. Because there's times, like, <clears throat> there's another example. Like, she is not a sports nut and I'm a hundred percent sports nut. Like I'll sit and watch golf on the TV all day or watch a football game or basketball or mm-hmm. something like that. Like you can go do what you want to do with your friends and I'll sit here and enjoy myself. <laughs> and then when you get back, we'll hang out. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I feel like, especially as a, a single person, that's to me like a non-negotiable because you have to have those outlets outside of your relationship I can understand where people might see that as being too much or want their partner involved in all of it. But I also think that it's normal and healthy to have those things. So there is, there is a part of me though, that wishes that she loved a little <laughs> bit an ounce of sport as much as I love, loved the sporty ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah th- those are rare ones, you know, but I'm sure, and I know her personally, so I will say she makes up in other areas. Yes. <laughs> It's not all about sports. I just say that because I'm very uncomfortable with sports as, a bit. as well. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that being said, I'd be interested to know with both of you, um, were there any non-negotiables in the relationships that you have been in um, as far as, you know, not being able to continue with someone if something wasn't this way or in your ideal person? And do you have any advice on what my non-negotiables should be? Hmm. That's a good question. I think a non-negotiable, a non-negotiable for me would be the person that you're with or the person that you are talking with shouldn't change you. They shouldn't want to change you or you shouldn't have to change for that person. Like, I feel like that is something that you should, they should accept you for who you are and not try to mold you into the person that they want to be or vice versa. You mold that person into who you want to be. Like there, there shouldn't be a want of a change. Like you just accept that person for who they are. And that's why you love them. Damn Jimmy bone arrow to the heart. (laughs) That was really well said. That was very well said. That is very wise. And, and I think it is 100% true. You are, I think, I think people do change. I will say that people do change and they, and they grow in their relationship, but your, your core of who you are as a person, I think that's really what you're trying to say. Your core of a person is who you have to accept. You have to accept that person for, for both the good and the bad. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's what it kind of comes down to when you get married too. You know, it's when you go up to that altar or wherever you're getting married and they say, you know, through better or worse, like it's the truth. You have to be willing to accept that from day one or else you're not going to be able to move forward. And you guys should be able to do that together. And then you grow together and that's how it should be. Yep. And, and if there's something that you really don't see like eye to eye on or, you know, something that is totally like you have to speak up. There has to be a good line of communication. Like, 
you know, I've kind of seen this firsthand because um, my parents, my parents are divorced and they've been divorced since I was 22, 22, 22. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like there should be a sense of like, I'm not going to give up on this person because this is the person that I love. This is the person that I care about. And I feel like that, that's kind of what happened. I'm not going to speak like for them about my parents' relationship, but like, I feel like that's what happened is they both gave up. They didn't talk to each other in a way to try to figure things out. They both just decided that I'm done fighting. And I would never do that. I would never do that. This is not the type of person I am. You know, if I'm there for that person, I'm going to be there for them 100%. Yeah, and I think you and I relate in that that realm. And I think pretty much everyone else except Sam. Sam's parents are still together. But um, I think at the end of the day, when you when you are a product of that turmoil, or it doesn't matter what age you are when you see it happen or what the circumstances are, Um, Something that weighs heavy on your mind is, okay, well, this relationship that I get into, this is how I'm going to do it different. And um, I can definitely relate to a lot of what you've said, even though the similarities aren't, there's a couple, but, you know, I don't know more. Um, But yeah, I think that when when you've seen something firsthand like that, it's hard not to be like, well, I would do this differently. This is what I'm looking for when I get in a serious relationship. And um, yeah. Sorry to get all Kelly Clarkson music video in this bitch. <laughs> but, good. uh... Because of you, I never... Okay. There's also parts of me, though, too, that I, like, I probably should have... I come off super... Like, when I am into somebody, like, I fall hard and I fall quick. So, <clears throat> there's another... Like, I would say that, like, pump the brakes if, a little bit. Like, like uh, how what what Sam said a couple like a little bit earlier, like hold your cards a little close, because I know that I'm just that type of person though that like if I like somebody, like I'm gonna fall hard and I'm gonna fall real fast and I'm gonna probably get a little too fat, like it's gonna be a little too quick. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there for sure, and um, someone who I was speaking to last summer. Um, who reached out to me again, like we had matched on the apps maybe two years ago and then reached out again. And um, it was kind of weird because I hadn't talked to him in a while. And then towards the end, it was like, well, I just, I'm bad at communication and I just feel like this all happened so fast. And so I just remember for months and even to this day being a little like offended because it's like, well, you reached out to me. So what were you intending to happen? So I... I definitely am like you, like I fall hard, but then I'm also, I'm also defensive about that because I feel like that means that I'm invested. And, um, I guess sometimes I don't always understand why someone's not willing to see that or is not interested in that. So. Well, and I, I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, I mean, cause I've only really been in a, one like legit relationship. I mean, we've been together for 12 years. I mean, I was in high school before this so I mean like I had high school relationships and even then like I would just I don't know I obviously wasn't with the right people because I would fall for them hardcore and then I would never get it back but I would still be like infatuated with that person were you out in the daytime with a flashlight 
No, we are, not that much. Okay. No, not not like creeper. Not like creeper. <laughs> that I doesn't mean, mean like, creeper. It just means you're you're really looking for him. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I don't know. I, don't know. <clears throat> I think some non-negotiables. Uh, we we kind of touched on some non-negotiables on the last episode. So vanity play, definite no. Dodge truck, definite no. If he has a weird political affiliation, that's a definite no. Uh, and when I say weird political affiliation, I mean like somebody who says that they're moderate, like pick a side, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, come on, come on. Like, but isn't, isn't the pick root of our political issues that we're either too liberal or too conservative? I I do believe All right, that. That's in a new podcast. Sure, like, sure. I just I I don't trust people who can't. So if you're conservative, okay, you're conservative. Like I understand it. I tr- like I can I can understand that. You're liberal, I can understand that. But if you're moderate, it just means that you're something that you don't want to say and like why don't you want to say it, right? Um so whenever people say that, I'm kind of always like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Um necessarily uh, think though like that poli- I don't know maybe it's just because I'm not into politics so like when that stuff comes up some most of the time I can pretty much check out sure 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 the but reason like, I brought that up though so we I have to be careful with how I talk around this uh... okay. I just feel like you could figure out you could figure <clears throat> out what those person's politics are though without knowing they're like they're you know if you're democrat right 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 absolutely like you could find out what those persons like by their values and how they carry themselves how they respect and talk to other people yeah yeah if if that's going to be somebody that you're going to want to be with like yeah absolutely if you're going to talk down to somebody because they're you know like you know for instance like this kind of stuff happened like a couple weeks ago like when we were all together like somebody started talking some stuff, and it was just like, like what what the, what does that even matter, dude? Like how's that affecting your life? Yeah, yeah, is that affecting your life? Like no, it's not. Is it making that person feel good about themselves and their how like they're acceptive of themselves and everybody around them is accepted and like he's just living his life and being who he wants to be? Like let him do that. Like why does it have to affect that? It's just. That got me so heated on the bus. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Also, uh, a, uh, a gentleman who goes on party buses by himself, that's another non-negotiable. If you, A married man that goes on right, right. That's an himself. Right, that's another non-negotiable. Um, what are some other non-negotiables? Uh, if his car is too clean... We've talked about this before, L. If his car is too clean, he's probably a serial killer. I'm just being honest, right? Because no, you you've definitely ranked some of the people I've matched with on the serial killer scale. Right, um, right. One of them like, I went to the park with. Plot twist: you kind of called that one probably pretty well. Who goes to the park on the first? Wouldn't day? that be right. like uh like if his trunk was too clean? The whole car, because it's like if if a man, I'm not saying his car should be filthy. But it should look, it should be a little, yeah, yeah. But if it's, like, spotless, it means that he's covering something up, right? Like, he, he, he made a mess, air quotes. I don't know, though. And then, what if some people just like to have their face nice and clean? Mm, I don't know. 
I don't, I don't. Mm. Like, have you ever seen the movie Don John? I have. Yeah, yeah, good movie. Like, he was, he was all about like having his house clean and like him doing it, and, like having his shit like clean and stuff like that. Like, that's not such a bad dude. This is the yeah. only time I'll do this, but uh, we should probably do a we like watching episode about Don John. Um, sure. I wholeheartedly disagree with that movie. I think it's very unrealistic. It's it has to be. I think the turn that he made is like, what man stops masturbating because he met a woman? Like that doesn't explain. Yeah. yeah. That, sorry, that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, I'm a woman, and I would. That <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, if we just really quickly do that, can we also talk about the Sean John clothing line? Oh, it let's do it. That? Of course, okay. of course. Good but, chat. but yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot to mention that Evie has popped on. We were just talking about non-negotiables um, in dating. Anything that I should be looking for as a non-negotiable. Feel free to pop in if you want. Um, other than that, um, I'm trying to think if there's... Non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. I think you name good ones. I think Hufflepuff obviously named some that are <laughs> are funny, but also uh, they make sense true. in some yeah. ways. For sure. Yeah. And then we got real deep with it. So yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate these responses. Flirting with other women. Yeah. He knows that he's with you at an event. Yeah. If anyone wants the name of this guy, we can give you it so you can look him up on social media. Because right. it ain't right. It ain't right. It's not right. That, that's so disrespectful. It is. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I want to fight him. So yeah. um, anyways. So, do you foresee any issues with coming out of this pandemic and and finding dating again in a normal time? Um, we talked a little bit about this last week, but I would love to get two married people's perspective as well, because to me, all of these extra guidelines and things are starting to be lifted um, or just, you know, kind of less restrictions. So what do you foresee being an issue or do you see, you know, some good things coming out of it? Like maybe going on a FaceTime date before meeting someone in person and realizing that you don't mesh. Yeah, I think that's exactly, I mean, that is a great thing that probably will come from this, especially um, for people who may feel uncomfortable about just diving into something and having that being able to actually see the person and know that they're real and be able to talk to them. I think that's going to be a big plus from everything that we've been through. Um, but I think it's basic. I think it's going to go back to how it used to be. I think it's just going to be people on the apps, people meeting up, people going on dates. Right. I just, I feel like it's going to go right back to normal. Right. Fucking on the first date. We couldn't do that during the pandemic. Right. Well, I mean, you could, but you shouldn't. Right, you shouldn't. You gotta, right. you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Right, I heard that. Right. right. Is there, so, would you have a problem with us uh, revealing your sign, L? No, not at all. Go for it. Okay. I mean, I'm sure people could find my social security number if they Reveal looked hard it. enough. Reveal I was it. a part of the Equifax breach. Oh, um, they probably, I bet they could steal her phone number, too, if they got talk, close enough. Talk some, yeah. talk some stuff about that sign and see what happens. <laughs> I am also a conspiracy theorist, and so Sam's little dig was about me thinking someone in another country could steal my SIM card on an Apple product. It's a long story, but yeah, reveal my sign on that note. Um, L is a Pisces. So um, am I. What? We'll say, do you consider me being on the Aries, like on the cusp of Aries? You because are on the cusp of Aries. Aries. Okay. So I will say though, 
Oh, go when for it, it comes Jimmy. to this, I actually have some info after you guys have this. I actually have a thing that says the signs who they should date. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I What I was going to say is I don't – you don't have many of the Aries traits. I agree. I was just going to say I do not see any Aries. What does this mean? Uh, well, Aries, you are one hundred percent Pisces. That's yeah. what it means. Aries, uh, what's a nice way to say this? Aries, Aries don't cry during Will Smith movies. Aries cry a lot. Aries also know what they know, and uh, they're they're like Missourians. Like they, you tell them like the water is wet, you'll slip and fall, and they'll say, "Well, I'll take my chances." And then they slip and fall, and then they come you and say, "The water was wet," and it's like, "Yeah, I fucking told you, right?" Um, and you don't have that, so. Um, well, damn, we just lost a listener in Missouri. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, enlighten us so, here. <clears throat> actually, what's just crazy too? So, the signs who they should date. So, I'm a Pisces. It says that you should date people who are t- a Taurus. My wife is a Taurus. It, <laughs> How crazy is that? And it's it's Taurus season right now. It is. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever... What does that even mean? Taurus season? Like when Pisces season would be around your birthday or my birthday. I don't think I've ever been into a Taurus or dated a Taurus. Look. For a long time, it was straight it Leo out. Virgin. Virgo. <laughs> I can't talk. Leo Virgo area. Mm. Check it out. Hop so. on a Taurus. But did they just name one sign for each person or each sign? Yeah, so it's a Gemini should date an Aquarius. Oh, look at you. That's inaccurate for Sam, but... An Aries should date a Virgo. Mm. That must make sense. A Cancer should date a Sagittarius. Mm. A A Leo should date a Capricorn. Oh, that also does not make sense for Hufflepuff and Eddie. Well, so Libra, it's like the O positive or O negative of signs. It just goes with everything. So okay. it does. Look, I, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. So Libras <laughs> just go with everything. I know everybody loves Libra. Um, so, yeah. Sam doesn't know what to say right now. Who's a Libra? <laughs> Me. Who's a Libra? Hufflepuff. I'm right in the middle of the Libra season as well. So do I don't have. Do you go with everything, though? I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I would agree with that. That um, Hufflepuff goes with everything. I honestly don't go with anything. I'm. I'm not a <laughs> rules person. Yeah, I, I don't do rules very well. Um, I'm not. I don't have Virgo tendencies, and I also don't have Scorpio tendencies. So that we're gonna do one more quiz, kind of like a BuzzFeed style. Okay. Um. Okay, so we'll we'll give another website because I think I found what Jimmy had looked up. According to an astrologer, and this is on brides.com, a website I've visited many times, but just for bridesmaids' advice. Because um, <laughs> you do have 27 different dresses. Yes, this is true. Let's see if we got the same. Nope, this is different. Okay, so they say Aries should be with a Libra. Mm, Hufflepuff, mm. you're freaking out. You're freaking out by this. I'm already. not. Oh. I'm not. Not at all. Okay. Um, a Taurus and Scorpio. Oh. Yeah. Gemini and Sagittarius. Oh, so that's twice. Oh, wait. wait nope. Pairing, right? No, Jesse's a Capricorn. 
Oh, but he's on the cusp, so he's like a okay. he's got Sagittarius, Sagittarius tendencies. Yes. Cancer and Capricorn. Leo and Aquarius. And then it says Virgo and Pisces. Okay. So yeah, I like Jimmy's article better. Maybe I need to go find a Taurus and Taurus season. Do I just go to Red Robin and be like, Can you point to all the people who said they're celebrating a birthday? How Essentially, yeah, basically. That would be so fucking creepy though. Like if you just hung out at Red Robin and like waited okay. for people to, to celebrate their birthdays. You, you do have a good you have, you do have a good voice though, Al, so you could just be like, I'll I'll sing the happy birthdays, so you just tell me whose birthday is. Oh, right, right, right. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a date with that. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'll go to my vocal coach. <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been another episode of Finding the L in Love. I would like to say a special thanks to Jimmy and Sam for popping on today. Any last words? Thanks for letting me interrupt and join. I had a good I time. love it. I love it. Yeah, thank you. And Jimmy, your advice. That was killer. It was. That's some great advice. Yeah. And special thanks to Hufflepuff for always helping come in with the poignant questions. And So poignant. Yeah, next time, uh, not sure what we'll talk about, but we're finding some other topics, finding some other people. Maybe I find myself a Taurus. Who knows? We will see. But this has been Finding the L in Love. L-O-V-E. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.